Hello, welcome back to the New Testament in a year. I'm Sean Bailey and this is day three. We're going to be journeying through Mark chapter three today. So grab your Bible if you can. Listen closely if you will. And let's go through this together. Here's a brief preview of what we're about to read. Mark chapter 3 is this pivotal chapter in the narrative of the gospel. In Mark chapter 3, what we're about to read, it's going to give us insights into the ministry of Jesus. We're going to see encounters, controversies, and even a glimpse into the formation of the 12 disciples. We're going to see Jesus challenge these societal norms and he's going to be revealing the heart of his mission. I love this. I hope you do as well. Mark chapter 3. Let's read together. Verse 1. Jesus entered the synagogue again, and a man was there who had a shriveled hand. In order to accuse him, they were watching him closely to see whether he would heal him on the Sabbath. He told the man with the shriveled hand, Stand before us. Then he said to them, Is it lawful to do good on the Sabbath or to do evil, to save a life or to kill? But they were silent. After looking around at them with anger, he was grieved at the hardness of their hearts and told the man, Stretch out your hand. So he stretched it out, and his hand was restored. Immediately, the Pharisees went out and started plotting with the Herodians against him. They were plotting how they might kill him. Verse 7. Jesus departed with his disciples to the sea, and a large crowd followed from Galilee, and a large crowd followed from Judea, Jerusalem, Edomea, and beyond the Jordan, and around the Tyre and Sidon. The large crowd came to him because they had heard everything he was doing. Then he told his disciples to have a small boat ready for him so that the crowd wouldn't crush him. Since he had healed many, all who had diseases were pressing toward him to touch him. Whenever the unclean spirits saw him, they fell down before him and cried out, You are the Son of God. And he would strongly warn them not to make him known. Verse 13, Jesus went up to the mountain and summoned those he wanted, and they came to him. He appointed twelve, whom he also named apostles, to be with him, to send them out to preach, and to have authority to drive out demons. He appointed the twelve. To Simon he gave the name Peter, and to James the son of Zebedee, and to, bro to his brother John he gave the name Bonargus, that is, Son, sons of thunder Andrew Philip and Bartholomew Matthew and Thomas James the son of Alphaeus and Thaddeus Simon the Zealot and Judas Iscariot who also betrayed him verse 20 Jesus entered a house and the, and the crowd gathered again so that they were not even able to eat when his family heard this they set out to restrain him because they said, He's out of his mind. The scribes who had come down from Jerusalem said, He is possessed by Beelzebub, and 
He drives out demons by the ruler of the demons. So he summoned them and spoke to them in parables. How can Satan drive out Satan? If a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. If a house is divided against itself, that house cannot stand. And if Satan opposes himself and is divided, he cannot stand, but is finished. But no one can enter a strong man's house and plunder his possessions unless he first ties up the strong man. Then he can plunder his house. Truly I tell you, people will be forgiven for all sins and whatever blasphemies they utter. But whoever blasphemes against the Holy Spirit never has forgiveness, but is guilty of an eternal sin, because they were saying, He has an unclean spirit. Verse 31. His mother and his brothers came, and standing outside, they sent word to him and called him. A crowd was sitting around him and told him, Look, your mother, your brothers, and your sisters are outside asking for you. He replied to them, Who are my mother and my brothers? Looking at those sitting in a circle around him, he said, Here are my mother and my brothers. Whoever does the will of God is my brother and my sister and mother. That was chapter 3 of the Gospel of Mark. The chapter, as you notice, was filled with these significant moments in the ministry of Jesus. So now let's look and reflect on what we've just read. As we explored Mark chapter 3, we saw Jesus confronting opposition. He confronted controversy directly head-on as he heals a man with a withered hand on the Sabbath. This, this encounter with these religious leaders highlights just how much compassion Jesus has. And he challenges this legalistic perspective of the religious leaders. Now later in the chapter, as we read, we also witnessed the selection of the 12 disciples. Those disciples, those disciples that were chosen to be with Jesus and they were sent out to preach. It's a reminder that Jesus calls people from all walks of life. Folks from all diverse backgrounds to be a part of his mission. And he empowers them to share the good news. Let's also look at the dynamics of Jesus' own family. They were struggling to understand Jesus, the Son of God, his ministry. Jesus ultimately redefines this concept of family as well. He emphasizes the importance of spiritual family. That we all are brothers, sisters, sons, and daughters of the Most High. So as we think more about Mark chapter 3, let's reflect and apply how Jesus challenges social norms. And this should encourage us and invite us into a deeper relationship with Jesus. This chapter should redefine our understanding of family, of community, that we should all be bonded together. 
May this chapter be one that has inspired us to embrace that radical love, that transformative power that Jesus has in our lives. Thank you for spending your time with me today as we read through Mark chapter 3. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow, day 4, as we read Mark chapter 4 and draw inspiration from it. Have a great day. Be blessed.